0: Well, greetings, all of our family and friends. We want to welcome you to our Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast. I am your host, Apostle Nathaniel Leon. I'm excited that you are with us. We are anticipating a great podcast today. We believe God is going to speak in a mighty, mighty way and that his heart and mind are going to be revealed. And we're praying that we would encounter the Lord. Not only are we talking about the the purpose and the plan of God, for freedom in our generation. We believe God's spirit is on the podcast. So we're going to pray that God would release miracles, healing, restoration in every area of our lives. I'm going to ask you as you coming in, if you would do... Uh, if you would confirm and just help us do and reach uh, those that are in need with the word of the Lord. If you would do the work of the evangelist, what is the work of the evangelist? As I share every week, it is to share the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Now, the good news is the message of Jesus, the death, the burial, the resurrection. But the good news of the gospel of the kingdom is the death, the burial, the resurrection and his ascension in you that you not only are a light in in the midst of the darkness, and you are saved not just to go to heaven, you are saved to bring the kingdom of God, heaven to the earth that we are kingdom citizens. And we are to pray that that kingdom come and that will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. And God wants to establish favor and blessing. So if you would hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. There are three buttons on the Facebook. You can hit follow and get all the alerts whenever we're live. You can also go to the YouTube page, subscribe, and also hit the alert button so that every time we're live, you can catch everything we're doing and that we can minister to the grace of the spirit. We are grateful for the presence of the Lord that is on this podcast. We believe God is going to speak in a mighty, mighty way. So I'm doing the same. So good to see you. Arroyo, welcome to the podcast. Uh Monique, welcome to the podcast. Sister Eunice. The Lord bless you, Sister Melissa. God bless you, Sister Nadine. The Lord bless you and your husband and your family. We pray God's grace and favor over you and over the goodness of God in your life. So we're praying as you're watching, I'm sure, from South Africa. God bless you, Prophetess Kathy. So good to see you, Sister Anna. It is an amazing moment and an amazing time, and we believe in God's grace is going to abound. God bless you, Sister Anna. Uh, We're going to prepare in just a minute to get to the word, and we believe God is going to speak supernaturally today concerning the kingdom, concerning the purpose, and concerning everything He has to decree in our hearts, in our minds. I'm going to ask you one more time. Make sure to share the podcast. We're praying the favor and grace of the Lord over this time. Let's start with a word of prayer. We're going to get straight to the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we invite Your presence onto this podcast. We pray that hearts and minds would be stirred, that You would revive and You would renew. I ask You, Lord, to open up the eyes and ears of the spirit that we would hear what thus says the Lord. I pray that you would increase and that we would decrease, that men would hear your word and your word alone. I pray for revelation and insight. I pray that power and provision would come upon this podcast, that every hearer of the word today would be strengthened, would be encouraged, would be revived, and that you would get glory, you would get honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, somebody say amen. Bless you, Sister Yolanda. We're going straight to the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 21. That is our key verse for the podcast, and it is found, again, in the book of Romans 8, 21. The Bible says, because the creature itself shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption and into the glorious liberty of the the children of God. Verse 20 tells us, uh, when you read, because it is a continuation verse, it means for the reason of, there is a reason that we are going to see creation delivered from the bondage of corruption. Remember, corruption is not perversion. It is not a lack of character or morality. It is not a a lack of purity. It is a lack of character, morality in, in power, in authority. When men and women get in authority that do not have the nature nor the heart, the fear of the Lord, they produce a spirit of corruption that launches a spirit of slavery among the people. Slavery is wage, it's toil without reward. And God wants to rebuke and remove the spirit of slavery and the spirit of toil without reward that is on the nations of the world. We find this in in the time of Egypt and in the time of Babylon. There's a slavery system that wants to enslave other men. You know, Genesis chapter 1 verse uh, 26 tells us that man was made in the image of God in the likeness of God for dominion so I'm going to repeat this again man was made for dominion you were made for leadership Bible says and God said let us make mankind male and female he created them in his image after his likeness for the purpose of dominion now dominion we are called to have over places over atmosphere, over creatures, but not over other men. We're not made to bring man under dominion of of other men. We are meant to lead and rule. There's authority, but dominion, the mandate of dominion is not to rule other men. So slavery wants to bring other men and women under the dominion of men and women, whether they're black and they believe in black power or white, they believe in white power or brown and brown, that they believe that there's a supreme race or supreme sex, I want to tell you God made men and women in his image after his likeness for the purpose of having dominion in the earth over creatures, over spirits, over d- dimensions. You see verse 26 says that we have dominion, uh, Genesis 1 over the fish. The scripture says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, give them legal jurisdictional authority over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, and over all of the earth, and everything that creeps upon the earth. So air, sea, and land, that everything that is in the air, everything that is in the sea, and everything that is in the land, God made man for dominion over the air, that everything in the spirit would be under the dominion of God's ruler. Now there's someone called the prince of the power of the air. And because Jesus rose on the third day, his power is broken and his contract in the earth realm has been canceled. And the blood of Jesus gives you power to live as sons and daughters who operate from heavenly places. We're not made to live from earth to heaven. We're made to live from heaven to earth. Our prospectus must be uh, seated in heavenly places far above principalities and powers and names that are named. Bless you, uh, Sister Nadine. So good to see you. Welcome to the podcast. Bless you, Sister Yolanda. Welcome to the podcast. Sister Teresa, bless you. Welcome that, that you're meant to live from heaven to the earth. The Bible says that we have dominion over the air. Everything in the spirit realm in this dimension must come under the dominion of God in us. Jesus, when he rose on the third day, he 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 left the earth, and the Bible says he ascended. The book of Acts says he went up into the clouds, and the Bible says that those that were there with him stood gazing into this into the sky. And the angels asked them, Why stand ye there gazing? What are you looking at? Understanding that Jesus now has the power over the air. So all dominion in heaven, in earth, and under the earth is now given to Jesus. You're made to operate from heavenly places. Ephesians chapter number 2. We're going back there in a minute to Genesis. Different realms of dominion. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians, I'm in I'm in the book of Galatians moving over to Ephesians chapter two. Gonna read verse number five tells us. Ephesians five says, and has raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places. I want to tell you, you are seated in heavenly places. When the angel of information, which is Gabriel, came to John the uh, Baptist's father, Zacharias. Zacharias, And when he came to to, uh, Mary, he said, I stand in the presence of Jehovah. You see, in the heavenly realms, there's not many seats. A seat symbolizes a throne of authority. You are not standing in the presence of God. You are seated according to this scripture. uh, Ephesians 2, 5. You were, we were dead in sin and quickened us by grace. Ye are saved. Verse 6 says, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. You're not near him, you're in him. I want to remind you Jesus is not an example of you but uh, not an example for you but of you he's what you're meant to look like he is your reflection Uh, John chapter 15 verse number 7 says abide in me and let my word abide in you and you can ask John 15 verse 7 says that if we abide in him and his word abides in us you can ask what you will and it will be done he's in us here And there we're in him. I want you to get this. We're one with him. We're his bride. We're the bride of Christ. And the Bible says uh, that bone of bone, flesh of flesh, the two shall become one. Oneness with Jesus is the dying of ourselves and the resurrection of Christ in us. No longer we live, not I, but Christ lives in us. So when you remain in him in the spirit and his words remain in you so in that realm you're in him in this world his words his thoughts his ideas remain in us you can declare what you will and it will come to pass so the earth will obey you the way it obeys god bless you bianca welcome to the podcast god wants to operate through you from that heavenly realm That you have dominion over the air. He was the prince of the power of the air. And he still moves in the airways. But he's now moving illegally. If you go to Matthew chapter 28. When Jesus rose after the third day. Matthew 28. It says that he rose with power. And after he came back with power. He said all power. Go down to verse 17. He says actually verse 18. Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said all authority is given to me in heaven and in earth. This is after the resurrection. This is after he went to the lower parts of the earth and took the keys of hell, death, and the grave. I'll show you that in a minute. So all authority belongs to Jesus. Everything the devil is doing right now in America, right now in Southern California, right now in Africa, South Africa, right now in UK, London, everything he's doing around the world is illegal. Because all authority, verse 18, Jesus said all power. This word power is the Greek word exousia, which means authority. Dunamis means dynamic ability. So all legal authority is now given to me. Now therefore go and teach all nations. So now he's commanding you to go in that authority. So heavenly authority is yours. Demons are illegal. I want you to hear me. Witches are illegal. Warlocks are illegal. Everyone that doesn't go through the door is a thief and a robber. Jesus said, John 10 verse 9, that I am the door. You can go through me and go in and out. John 10 verse 9. I am the door. I, now that word door in the Greek is the word thura. It is the portal between dimensions. It's the way to get from this world to that world. And everything you do in power in this world comes from that world. He said, I am the thura. I am the portal. I am the gateway between dimensions. If any man shall be saved, he shall go in and out and find pastor. by me. You've got to go through the door. If you come in any other way, You're a thief and a robber. Look at John 10 verse 10. We know this. John 10 verse 10. He said, the thief comes, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you would have life and that you would have it more abundantly. I want to tell you, the thief comes illegally through demonic doorways, through portals that are illegal. He said, no one can come to the father except through me. You cannot go to the spirit realm through Buddha. You cannot go through magic. You cannot go through incantation, through spells, through new age. Anyone who comes in any other way except through the door is a thief and a robber. And the thief does three things. He steals, he, he kills, and he brings destruction. The evidence of this spiritualism to move outside of Jesus, to move outside of the way, the truth, and the life. Bless you, Brother Uriah. So good to see you. Welcome to the podcast, Sister Lisa. Welcome. Bless you, Brother Laverne. Welcome. He comes to steal and to kill. Go back to Genesis 1, 26. So number one, you've got power over heavenly realms because Jesus took the keys of the kingdom. And the Bible says he gave you dominion. He said, you've got dominion when you walk in the image Iconia, the, the 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 root word of imagination is image, and the reason man is at the top of the food chain. We are not the biggest. We are not the strongest. We are not the fastest. We're not stronger than the elephant or the lion. We're not faster than the cheetah. We're not. Fa- we're not. We're not. We're not. Uh. uh the strongest cre- creature on the earth. We have the image nation. We've got the the dream center. We can create. And the reason we're, we're above is because we can think and dream. The imagination is the womb of the spirit. And God gave it to man for creative ability to build here what is there. To dream and to see. Number, number two, verse 26. In the image of God after the likeness. So once you move in the image of God and operate, you now become like him. First John three, two says, beloved, it doesn't appear what we shall be, but we know this when he appears, we shall be like him beloved. Now are we the sons of God? It's not clear what we shall be, but we know this. We shall be like him. I want to encourage you. You're meant to be like him. You're meant to talk like him and walk like him and live like him. You're meant to operate in a wisdom and a revelation. If you can see the people who are operating in influence in the earth are using the imagination. They're dreaming. They're writing books. They're creating companies. They're, they're creating inventions. They're, they're being fashion designers. Creativity is the key to wealth. Poverty is not a lack of opportunity. It's a lack of creativity. When you use the imagination, you become like him. Beloved, now are we the sons of God? and it doesn't appear what we shall be what we know when he shall appear we shall be like him you're meant to walk like him and talk like him and love like him and 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 be patient like him and be merciful but you're also made for dominion like him to cast out devils to heal the sick to raise the dead you're meant to have dominion in the earth realm you are his reflection we will be like him. When you see him, you will be like him. You're meant to be like him. This is the calling, the plan, and the pattern of Almighty God. Go back to Genesis one twenty-six. So, dominion over the air, over the spirits of the age. Bless you, Cousin Monique. So good to see you. Sister Sandra, welcome. Sister Margaret, welcome. We're glad you're with us. God has supernatural favor. Violet, so good to see you. God wants you to operate, number one, in dominion from the spirit world. Because if you can operate from the heavens, number two, you will, have, you will have dominion, the scripture says, over the fish of the sea. Number two, the fowls of the air. God wants you to move in dominion. So everything in the water must become subject. The earth is two-thirds water, 70-plus percent water. And the earth, you're also two-thirds water. That everything in the spirit realm, everything in the waters of the earth becomes subject to the kingdom of God. So, so we have naturally, we have uh, an air force, we've got a navy, and we've got land patrol, which is marines and army. And you were made for dominion over these areas. There are, there are things in the water that must become subject to the kingdom of God. There are something called uh, the the spirits of of water, the Loch Ness spirit, or or the spirit uh, of the mermaid spirit, the the, the aquatic realm. And these demonic forces are working. Mermaids actually are in the body. They exist. There are uh, forces of demonic where there's a, a blending of creature and human beings together. This is a demonic thing. No matter what we saw in the, I like the little mermaid. You you like the little mermaid. No, no, it's cute. No, no, no. A mermaid is a spirit. A siren is a spirit. Uh, The aquatic spirit, the spirit uh, of Leviathan is a spirit that lives in the water that is in the Bible. And these spirits must become subject to the Holy Spirit that's in your life. That you have rulership over the waters. Genesis chapter 1, The Bible says Genesis chapter one and verse one, the Bible says in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So these are areas of our dominion. God created heaven and the earth. Verse number two, and here's what the scripture says. And the earth had no form and darkness was on the face of the deep. When darkness gets in the deep, it affects the earth realm. When there is darkness moving in the deep, the depths of the water, it begins to cause demonic influences and waves. That's why waters begin to disrupt and waves and currents. The Bible says Jesus was moving toward the the land of the Gadarenes and there was a storm of wind that came. This wind in the spirit messed with the waters and the winds became contrary to the point that the boat was going to sink to the point they were afraid that they were going to die and the enemy was using the water to keep Jesus from getting to the land of the Gadarenes but Jesus said we're going to the other side and that spirit over the region saw the light coming and tried to block this thing but Jesus had a word and he spoke peace be still and the Bible says he rebuked the wind and he spoke to the waves you first deal with the spirit then heavens then you deal with the water The water is subject to the spirit. And then the Bible says he spoke peace be still. Crossed to the other side. And there was a man with legion in him. The word legion is up to four to 6,000 demons. The Bible says they couldn't bind him. They couldn't hold him. Chains couldn't hold him. He cut himself. He lived among the tombs. He was in torment. But when he saw Jesus, when he heard Jesus was there, he ran and fell at the feet of Jesus and began to worship and become free. And Jesus cast the demons out of the man into the pigs. What is the pigs in that day? It is unclean economy it is perverse wicked economy now we know pigs as as ham we know pigs as as uh, as uh, ribs nothing wrong with that all things are clean in the New Testament just eat it sparingly it's not good for you all right be careful with that but all things are clean according to the New Testament and to be eaten with prayer. And a, and a pure heart but in that time it represents unclean economy I want to tell you God wants to change a region by stopping the power of unclean economy he wants to send the demons and to destroy this force into these pigs and to cause these pigs to run into the ocean and destroy the economy of the unclean spirit and cause pornography to shut down and cause sex trafficking to shut down and cause drugs and, and and alcohol these things that are destroying and killing lives every year and keeping oppression. God said, I want to use this authority in the earth realm to change what we're looking at. Genesis 1.26 says you'll have authority over. It. You're going to have dominion. God said, let us have dominion over. Number one, the fish of the sea. Number two, the fowl, the birds of the air. Remember, the Holy Spirit came like a dove. The raven in the parable of the four kinds of soil, there was a bird, a blackbird that came and plucked up the seed and it pulled it out of the heart of man. The hard ground, the stony ground, the weedy ground and the good ground that produced fruit 30, 60. A spirit wants to pluck up the word so it doesn't get understood. But I want to tell you those demons are subject. Those powers are subject. Those forces are subject to the authority of God on the inside. Number three, that you will have authority over all the earth, the cattle, the beast of the field, and everything that creeps upon the earth, everything on land must become subject. So Jesus writes this in Matthew 28 verse 18, all authority in heaven, in earth, but here's what the Bible also says, beneath the earth. What's happening beneath the earth? Jesus said, all power is given to me and all authority in earth. Revelation chapter one, verse number 18 tells us, Revelation 1, 18 says, Jesus said, I am he that lives and was dead and behold, I'm alive forevermore and I have the keys of hell and death. Now Jesus has dominion, legal jurisdictional authority over every heavenly realm. And everywhere a witch, a warlock, a demon, a devil that is there does not belong there. I want to tell you demons don't have a right to your family, your children, your finances, your health. your Every force that is not of God is illegal. And he's been kicked out of the heavenly realms. And now he's coming through men. Jesus said unless you bind the strong man, there is a man or woman in league with this spirit that is giving them authority over a territory. Jesus pulled down every force, every demonic power, the prince of the powers of the air. And because of Jesus, everything that happens in the heavenly realms that the devil does, that witches do, that warlocks do, that magic does, that spells and magicians do, that are demonic and and Disney has made magic cute and Harry Potter has made witches stylish. And those movies like uh, Moonlight—I don't forget what they call—where they they make the, the 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 vampire extra handsome, and the wolf is the wolf man is extra cute, and they're fighting moonstruck, whatever they call that movie, uh, where they're fighting over the the love of this woman and the, the, the vampire and the witch have become uh, become culturally accepted because we've, we're we not understanding the forces that we're fighting. These demonic powers and spirits are, are desensitizing us to believe that they don't exist or if they do exist, they're friendly. But the devil is a liar. He is a thief. He is a robber. He's trying to steal. He's trying to kill. He's trying to destroy. But according to your Bible, God is going to release a power, a force on the children of God to make us 10 times better than all the witches. Daniel chapter 1 tells us, the Bible says Daniel chapter 1, that God communed and God granted wisdom. Verse 20, I want to say Daniel, the Daniels are about to rise up. And we're going to put the witches, the warlocks, the, the magicians out of business. I'm going to say that again. Twilight, there we go. Somebody help me in the, I couldn't remember. Moonlight, it's called Twilight. Thank you for sharing. That, that, that those things that, that culturally desensitize us and allow these things into our house through gateways. Demons need doors. Even in the old fairy tales, the vampire needs to be invited into the house. It needs invitation because the devil's copying. Spirits need invitation. Every spirit needs an invitation. It can't just come in. You've got to allow it because every spirit that doesn't have a body is illegal in the earth. Who has dominion? Man. What is the word man? A spirit with a body. And the moment you lose your body, you must leave the earth because now you're illegal. Every spirit that doesn't have a body is illegal. Demons are illegal. Devils are illegal. But the Holy Spirit is also illegal i know we don't like that but the bible says according to romans until you believe until you decree from your heart until you invite the holy ghost in he won't come in this is a law that god will not violate these are laws in the earth realm that god said i need you to walk in daniel chapter one in all matters of wisdom and understanding the scripture says the king inquired of, of, of Daniel, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego and found them 10 times better than all the magicians and all the astrologers that were in the realm. So this is a story of Daniel. Daniel is taken and they are, they are colonized or they are conquered by Babylon. Israel is conquered and all of the wise men and all of the, 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 the goodly, uh, goodly, uh, skilled, uh, men from Israel are taken from Israel into Babylon. Daniel, Meshach, Hannah, Ananiah, uh, which are known as Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, are ones. They're taken to learn the mysteries, to learn, and they're, they're added in with the magicians and the sorcerers and the astrologers, and now the Bible says they give them a diet. And in this place in Daniel 1, they say, you got to eat this kind of meat and drink this kind of wine. And they say, we cannot eat this. This is against our, our our worship to God. But here's what you do. Give us water and give us vegetables for 10 days. And you'll find at the end of 10 days, we will be healthier. See, for us, we want to look thinner. Praise the Lord. In our culture, we want to look thin. We want to be trim. But in that time, if you were thin, If you were too thin, it meant you were poor. So the 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 eunuch, the one over these men, said, "I can't present you to the king. If you're thin, it means I'm not taking care of you, and he's going to kill me." And they said, "Here's what we're going to do. I'm gonna we're gonna fleece God. And for ten days, I'm going to eat. We're gonna eat water and just vegetables, and we're not going to eat this stuff. And watch in ten days what we look like compared to what the witches and the warlocks look like. And after ten days, the Bible says." After 10 days, the scripture tells us that, that they were healthier, they were, they, they were wiser, uh, verse number 15. And at the end of 10 days, their countenance appeared fairer. It means they looked they looked more healthy. They were fatter now. We don't want that, but they, they, were, they were plumper. As they said, and and then the children which did not eat the portion of the king's meat. And verse 20, but in all manners of wisdom and knowledge, they were found 10 times better because every government, every region, every city has, has witches, warlocks, demonic forces aside to keep that region under control. This is in inep- this is also in in the book of Babylon, but you also find the same thing in the book of Exodus. When Moses goes back to Israel to Egypt to pull Israel out of Egypt, he throws his rod down. And the Bible says his rod becomes a serpent. And the Bible says the king laughs and says that's kind of cute. Then he brings his witches, the magicians, and they throw their rod down. And the Bible says the rod of Moses devours the rod of all the witches, the warlocks of Egypt, because every governing force force operates under the light of God or the, the darkness of the demonic. There is no middle ground. Well, my country's neutral. No, ma'am. They're called principalities and powers. The principality loses the authority. The power is the regional governing authority. And either that government or that city, that territory is under the influence of the Holy Ghost And this is how it's supposed to be. The prophets, the apostles, the evangelists are supposed to govern and lead and help guide the nation. America as a nation used to seek the counsel of pastors, used to use the word of God and the Bible as their direction for how to govern our nation. And over the last 50 years and 60 years, they've done away with the Bible and done away with the things of God. Now they've invited other forces into the nation other demonic forces that require the shedding of innocent blood. It's not just a law to protect women's rights. Why well, We need women's rights so a woman can choose their body that they can, they can murder a baby in the womb or not. Well, it's not baby. It's just a lump. That's no, not what the Bible says. He says, before I knew you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Jeremiah 1.5, I knew you before you were even in the womb of your mother. I ordained you a prophet to nation Well, you're in your mother's womb. Jeremiah 1.5 says, life doesn't just begin after you're born. It begins before you were born. And Jeremiah 1 5 says, before I formed you in the belly of your mother, I knew you. Before you came out of the womb, I set you apart as a prophet to the nations. So before you were in the womb, I knew you. And while you were in the womb, I was ordaining you for a purpose. Are you hearing me? The enemy wants to keep us bound. The enemy wants to keep us ignorant of the things around us. And verse 20, according to Daniel chapter 1 verse 20, that that the wisdom that was on these men got greater than the witches and the warlocks and the soothsayers and the magicians and the mnemonic forces that are operating in these realms. You see, who do you think is giving these men ideas? Who do you think, if they're not calling on the name of Jesus, is empowering, uh, empowering the, the, the Amazons, empowering, uh, empowering the mega companies, the Bill Gates? Who do you think is giving them forces and ideas? And they're requiring the blood of the innocent. They're requiring to to do away with the Bible. They're requiring to do away with our covenant with Jehovah. To now brainwash us. But I want to tell you, there is a remnant that understands they've been given dominion over the fish of the sea. They've been given dominion over the fowl of the air. And they've been given dominion over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Now that is snakes and reptiles, but that's the spirits of this world. The aquatic spirits the spirits of the air, the demonic principalities, but it's also creeping things and the beast of the field, the antichrist spirit, the demons and the serpents and the scorpions. You have dominion over these areas. Man was made for dominion. Romans uh, 8.20 says, we were going to read that earlier. Romans 8.20 tells us, the scripture says for the creature was subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason, who did it in hope. So when Adam fell, everything in creation became vanity. When Adam fell, all that God made was transferred from Adam, God's representative, to a spirit which was called Satan. When Adam took the word of Satan over the word of God, he transferred authority. He gave authority over all the earth realm to this demonic force, and a curse came into the earth. Therefore, death entered in, and all men fell. And the Bible says that Jesus was prophesied in Genesis three fifteen. Genesis three fifteen. There is a prophecy that God gives the woman. He said the woman is going to have a enmity, hatred between her and the snake hatred between her and Satan. The devil will hate the woman and the woman will hate Satan. There'll be variance. There'll be division. And the Bible says between thee and between the woman, the serpent, and between the seed uh, of the serpent and the seed of the woman. Now there are two kinds of people in the earth. The seed of the woman, which is Christ, and the seed of the serpent. The seed of the serpent, uh, this generation. Who is the seed of the serpent? Who are the seeds of the serpent? The Bible speaks of something called the Nephilim in the in the book of Genesis where the, the, the daughters of men slept with fallen angels and they made a race of people that were half human, half spirit. I'm just talking the Bible to you and these giants began to rule and they had no fear, They had no reverence. They had no, no fear of God. They had no conscience and they could murder and pillage and rape and destroy without any conscience because they were not actually human and they are called the seed of the serpent. And these people exist in the earth. They have no conscience. They are not even actually human beings. Where is that? He said, there's a seed of the serpent and there's a seed of the woman and they're at enmity. And here's what the Bible says. The seed Thy seed and, and her seed will be at enmity. But the seed of the woman, will the seed of the serpent will pierce Jesus in the foot. But the seed of the woman, which is Christ, will crush the head of the devil. And there are forces in the earth. There are powers in the earth warring with one another. That, that, that there, are, there are spirits in the earth. And we are oblivious to these things because we're we're listening to a, a flute that is being blown, a flute that tells us when we are to bow and when we are to rise, a spirit of seduction to keep us from understanding. Romans 8 verse 20 says, the creature itself will be delivered from vanity. This vanity, the creature became subject to vanity. Everything created is now operating in vain glory. Everything that exists, if it's not under the influence of the people of God, is under vanity. The houses and the cars and the land is groaning. The Bible says everything that exists is groaning. It's in travail. It's in labor pains right now. All the land, all the plants, all the animals, all the trees. It says the trees can clap their hands. The mountains can sing. But it's making a groan and a cry waiting for you. The creature was subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of them that subjected in hope, the same in hope. Verse 21, but the creature itself will be delivered. Everything created, everything that exists, everything that God made living and unliving visible and invisible, thrones of dominions and power will bow to the name of Jesus in men and women who know who they are, who knows whose they belong to. Bless you Pastor George so good to see you. You've been made for dominion. You were made to take authority over cities and lands and houses and cars. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous and wealth is more than money. It is influence. It is authority. It is the power to make godly decisions that this nation, this city, this country, this territory will serve the Lord. It is a man in position that determines to lead a country, a land, a territory back to the things of God, or a man with the spirit of Antichrist that decides to lead the nation, the city away from God, away from the Bible, away from the truth of the word of God. There is a war and the end of the outcome is we win, but the battle is still yet to be fought by those who discern the season and the time. The creature itself will be delivered. I said the creation will be delivered. God wants to deliver whole cities. God wants to deliver the school systems. God wants to make Hollywood Hollywood. God wants to deliver the monetary, the banking systems and bring them out of corruption. They don't know what they're doing. They're demonically influenced. They're operating in spirits of destruction and wealth and hoarding to destroy, to keep the force, to keep the, the wealth. People are dying. People are going in oppression. There's enough food to feed the world 10 times over, but yet people are going to bed without food. Mothers don't have food to feed their children. Don't have clean water. Living on, on huts with no floor. Starving because of bondage that comes through corrupt leadership and the church doesn't want to rise up. The church just wants to go to heaven. The church just wants to be raptured out of here. But let me, let me, I don't mean to burst your bubble. We will operate in dominion before we leave the earth. We will see dominion. The creature itself will be delivered from bondage that comes from corrupted leadership through the glorious liberty of the children of God. The only hope for America is glory. There is no hope in our schools. There is no hope in our government. It gets worse and worse and worse and the darkness is coming in but the glory of the Lord on God's men is the answer. God's women is the answer. God's people. That is the hope. Matthew 16 verse 18 says, I am going to raise up a church. I'm going to raise up a people. I'm going to cause that used to be Simon but now you're Peter you can put 17 up he said under you and I say under you Jesus answered I want to tell you Jesus is about to answer yeah I know the economy's gone crazy but Jesus is about to answer I know that famine is coming and they're laying people off they're telling us that there's a great recession coming but Jesus is about to answer I know that right now sickness and they're preparing for the next lockdown and they're preparing for the next pandemic and the next sickness that they're going to release and the next viruses they're going to release because they're making them in labs 2.0, but Jesus is going to answer. I know they're getting ready for the next election year, and demonic forces want to keep the power over the governmental sphere, so they are planning great disruption and great demonic forces through 2024, but Jesus is going to answer. I know it looks dark. I know we feel like we're surrounded. There's sin everywhere. There's perversion everywhere, and the dark, but Jesus is about to answer. When Jesus answered, he turns the thing around that the devil meant for evil. He works it for good. I said Jesus answered and said blessed are you Simon son of Jonah. Now God is about to change the name of his man. God is about to change the name of his woman. You are that answer. If God will change a world, he's looking for a man. If God will change a world, he's looking for a woman that will rise up in their generation and say, I didn't just get saved to come to to earth and go to heaven. I got saved to bring heaven to the earth. I carry the kingdom of God. I carry the light of glory. I am God's answer. I am God's vessel. If God used Joshua to change his generation, if God used Moses to change his generation, if God used Daniel to change his generation, if God used Esther to stop the plague, if God used a a man named Joseph to stop the famine that would have destroyed the whole world God just needs one man to say yes one woman to surrender their will he said "I, I say blessed are you Simon son of Jonah you understand the issue you're dealing with is your lineage son of Jonah Simon son of Jonah Simon becomes Peter Peter means rock Simon means unstable rock unstable foundation God is taking you from unstable rock to stable rock from sand to rock to good foundation and the issue is not really you it's your lineage son of Jonah remember Jonah was a runner the legacy of running from God the legacy of of bondage and fear and worry the legacy God said I'm gonna break this thing off of you and I'm changing your name you're no longer living from this legacy of rebellion. This legacy of running from the things of God. Jonah didn't want to preach salvation to Nineveh. So Jonah said, I'm, I'm not going. And Jonah got on a boat and said, I'm going to Hawaii. Forget this. And he went the other way. And the Bible says he ran into a storm of wind. And this storm was so violent, the ship was about to break. And Jonah confessed, I'm the one that's running from God. They said, let's throw lots and whoever the lot lands upon is the guilty one. And it landed upon Jonah and Jonah said, I'm the one who's running from God. I'm the one who caused this storm. I'm the one who's not obeying with my heart. He said, throw me into the water and the, and the ocean will be quiet. They said, no, we can't do this. They cast the lot and said, yes, the only way to spare the ship is for me to lay my life down, throw me into the ocean. The men grabbed Jonah and threw him into the water. And as soon as Jonah hit the water, the storm quieted because it wasn't about the men in the boat. It was about a man or a woman who was running from their destiny. And some of the storms we're in right now is because we're running from our destiny. We're going the opposite direction. We're doing what we feel. And you're doing that because that's what your mama did. And that's what your daddy did. And that's what your grandpapa did. And that's what your uncle did. And that's what your cousin did. But there are a remnant who say, Lord, I'm going to surrender my will. I'm going to throw myself back into the water. And as you do, the storm got quiet. The the, the fish swallowed him whole. And despite what they taught you in Sunday school, and despite what you saw in Pinocchio, the movie on Disney, there is no way man could be in the belly of a fish with a little light praying for three days. Jonah died. Jonah went to the lower parts of the hell. That's why Jesus said, as Jonah was in the belly of the fish, so must the son of man be three days. Jonah was in the belly for three days. Jesus was dead for three days. Jonah actually died. And he prayed and repented and God had mercy and rose him back up. There's no way for you to live in a fish and just, I'm breathing like little Geppetto. Geppetto's in there and he got a little light and he just praying in the belly. That's what they showed us in Sunday school. That's what you saw in Disney. That don't work. Jonah died for three days and he rose up on the third day. God made it. Not until you die to yourself can you change the world around you. Not until you let go of what the devil is trying to tell you you are and silence that conversation in your mind and say I am what God says I am and I can do what God says I can do and I can fulfill the call of God in my life and I'm not running anymore. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of living on the run. I've made a decision. No more Simon son of Jonah. No more legacy of fear. No more legacy of fear. No more legacy of let down, No more legacy of unfulfilled destiny. No more never fulfilling my potential. No more in my house. I'm stopping this thing. My children are going to know God. My grandchildren are going to walk in God. My parents are going to be converted by my obedience. My brothers and sisters are coming out of religion into the kingdom of God. Let me tell you it's a lonely place obeying God at first. First you're by yourself with a word and everyone calls you crazy. Everyone looks at you like you've lost your mind until you actually believe what God said. Bible says, verse six seventeen of Matthew 16, Blessed are you, Simon son of Jonah, for flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, but my father. So Simon hears something from heaven that gives him the right response. Can you hear what heaven is saying so that Jesus can respond to you? There's something that Simon says that unlocks a blessing that changes his identity from Simon to Peter. That changes him from the old man to the new man. He hears something. Something comes on him. Now we know Jesus is the Christ. But this was not common knowledge in that day. It didn't come from man. It came from God. God is about to reveal to you something. Not just something you heard that was revelatory. You heard it from your heavenly father. 18 says, Blessed are you. And I say now, You are Peter. I want you to hear me. Hear me, man of God. You are Peter. Hear me, woman of God. You are Petros. You are the little rock from the big rock. You've been born from the rock. You were born from Christ. You are His. You've always been his, even when you didn't know who you were, even when we ran for the devil, even when we did what we wanted and lived for the flesh, we were always gods. We've always been gods because the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. So before you ever got in sin, there was already help prepared. Before you ever got bound, there was already freedom prepared. Before you ever got into that confusion, the light was made in the darkness. You carry everything you need. There's a river of life in you. There's a kingdom in you with all that you need, all that you desire, all that you're looking for. And that river is in you. That kingdom is in you. It is Christ in you, that hope of glory. It is that miracle working power wanting to come. It's called the treasure, according to the book of Corinthians, in the earth and vessel. God hid the treasure in the earth vessel. There's a treasure in you. What is it? God's glory in you. God's power in you. I say that you are Peter. And upon this rock of revelation, I will build up the ecclesia, the church, the ecclesia, the governing body. The church is not a religious system. This is not a religious word. We've made it religious. It is the, it is the governing, summon people that are called to legislate authority, to decide the affair. See the, the ecclesia, this word in Greek was used 400 years before Jesus ever used it wasn't a new word it meant senators they've been summoned from among the people and they've been gathered to deliberate and whatever the senators say the rest of the people say this is what the 12 spies were 12 spies 12 tribes each spy represented a tribe Whatever the, tri- the spies said, the tribe said, that's called ecclesia. summoned to deliberate. And they would be summoned to deliberate economy, education, legislation, laws. They would, be, they would be summoned to make decisions. And whatever the ecclesia said, the body was subject to. So God is trying to prepare you to speak on behalf of nations. God is trying to build you and build me to become, I will build, I will raise, I will elevate an ecclesia. Verse 18, I will build this and the gates of hell, the jurisdictional lines of hell, the borders of hell are going to recede. You see it advancing now. Yes, you do. I see it too. Hell is increasing in education. Hell is increasing in government. Hell is increasing in media. Hell is increasing in arts and entertainment, sports, movies. Hell is increasing in in a, in a family. Hell is increasing in all of seven of these spheres, and it's actually increasing in the church. But the Bible says, "I will build and raise a people who know their assignment, and the gates of hell are going to have to run." I said, the gates of hell are going to have to run. They're going to realize they are no longer Simon. They are no longer Simon's sons of runners, Jonah. They are a radical people and they're ordained and they're destined to change the world. I say that the gates of hell will run. Bless you, Pastor Matt. The gates of hell will run. And they will not prevail. It means they're going to run. And I will give unto you, verse 19, the keys of the kingdom, the principles, the laws, the mysteries, the truths that have been hidden from before the foundation of the world, that when you understand the things that you need to understand, you can operate in the same authority that Jesus operated in and greater John 14, 12 is one of my favorite verses in all of the Bible, maybe one or two of my favorite verses. He said, if you believe upon me, verily, verily, I say, which means surely, surely pay attention. Every time Jesus says, verily, verily, there's a revelation that must come to pass before the end comes. I say to you that if you believe on me, the works that I do, you will do also. That would be fine by me. But he said, that's not enough. You've got to do greater works than these because I go under my father. There is a generation that will do greater than Jesus did. I said there is a generation that will raise the dead with regularity. That will heal uh, eye sockets and and regrow arms in front of televisions. They will not travel through airplanes. They will travel like Philip in the Holy Ghost. And they will catch the Holy Spirit. There is a generation that will have supreme wisdom and knowledge. To build systems and cities and structures. Not by the flesh but by the Holy Spirit. There is a generation that will take these keys. And whatever they decree from the earth. Whatever they bind, shut, God binds. Whatever they open, loose, God loose. He said, I'm going to release this people upon the flesh of the earth. This is the army of the Lord. You say, well, that's after the millennial reign. And that's when we come back. Do your study. The problem in the New Testament church is a misinterpretation of eschatological theology, which simply means we are misinterpreting the next thing on the calendar. It is not the catching away of the church. The next thing is the rapture. It is misunderstood. It is the glory of God filling the earth the way that, that the filling the earth with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. It is the book of Habakkuk chapter two, verse 14. The knowledge of God, The knowledge of the glory fill in the earth for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory as the waters cover the sea. How can God bring a judgment on a planet that has never seen the glory? It is unbefitting. You cannot judge a world based on words. You've got to judge a world based on glory. And when they see the glory and they love the darkness, see, Jesus was a manifestation of glory. But he said, I can only do what I need to do in Israel. This thing's got to go around the world. That's why I can say something greater is coming. I can only manifest this to the lost sheep of Israel. So Jesus was confined to the lost sheep of Israel. Understand theology. He couldn't go beyond. And there was only two people that were not Israelites that Jesus ministered to. The Seraphonician woman and the Roman centurion. And they both had something called great faith. He said the centurion had such great faith that he never found this in all of Israel. He understood that this law that they were accustomed to had desensitized them. And the greater faith would come not from just the knowledge of the law, but the knowledge of the kingdom principles. And this centurion said, I understand the kingdom. I am a man under authority. I say go and he goes. I said jump and he jumps and he said, but I don't need you to come. I just need your word. And Jesus marveled at the understanding of the kingdom principles from this centurion Gentile. Are you hearing me? But he said, I'm going to have a global outbreak of the glory. The glory of the, of the Lord will cover the earth the way the waves. One thing that the ocean does, there are waves. And in the kingdom, there are waves of glory, waves of glory, waves of glory, waves of glory. And the waves of glory that will fill the earth, according to Joel chapter 2, according to Ezekiel chapter 37, the army that rises from the dry bones that go to fulfill, they reap the harvest of the land. There cannot be any rapture because after the rapture comes, there will be a rapture. Let me make this clear. Apostles said there ain't going to be no rapture. No, ma'am. No, sir. That's not what I'm saying. I am telling you before we get out of here, because when the, the, the rapture happens, if you call it rapture, rapture word is not in the Bible. It's called the catching of the away. It is actually according to the scripture, the twinkling of an eye. And the twinkling of an eye is the final revelation that you see in the spirit that makes you more spirit than you are flesh. It's not you're just here today and gone tomorrow. You go from glory to 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 glory. To glory. And the last level of glory, what the, the this world calls is enlightenment. Where you put on more spirit than you are flesh and you no longer die. You put on immortality. And now you're more spirit than you are flesh. Like Adam was before the fall. And now the mortal puts on the immortal. And the earthly puts on the heavenly. It's in the twinkling of an eye. It's a revelation. It's the highest stage. And see the Buddhists. The New Agers want enlightenment. They want transcendent. But you can't get there through Buddha. You you can't go to enlightenment through Muhammad. You can't get there through Scientology. There's one door that takes you to the glory. Of your full potential. And that is Christ Jesus, the Lord of hosts. And so when the rapture comes, if you would have it, the door of grace is closed. Now judgment comes. So before the door of grace is closed, there must be an end time harvest. Ephesians said, I'm coming for a glorious church. So don't be afraid. Matthew 24 verse 6 says you're here. Matthew 24 verse 6, I'm out of time. You're going to hear of wars and rumors of war bless you Fabiola welcome you're gonna hear of wars and rumors of war I'm out of time yes we will be caught away but God is not gonna rescue us from the big bad Antichrist he's gonna give you the keys of the kingdom And we're going to take back everything the devil took from us. A church in whom the gates of hell will not prevail. And with these keys, anything we pray on earth will manifest from heaven. Imagine that kind of power. You say, well, that could never happen, apostle, because God could never trust anybody with that kind of power. God would never allow any. But that's in your Bible. If you say to the mountain, be removed, it will obey you. The Bible says, if you believe, all things are possible to them that believe. He said, "All things uh, you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. He says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you receive, freely give. Yeah, well, that's in the Bible, but we don't really see it in the Bible. Yes, the earth needs to see a generation that seek the face of God, that walk in the glory and the fire and the power and the authority and the dominion. They change this world. And they reap the harvest of souls. And they reap the harvest in the land. And then they go. The Bible tells us you will hear of wars. And you will hear rumors of wars. All these things must come to pass. Do not be troubled. Read verse 7. Scripture says, 24 verse 7. Next verse it says, you will hear of wars. Nation against nation. Kingdom against Kingdom. I said, kingdom against kingdom, there will be famines. There will be pestilence. There will be earthquakes. Verse six says, you're going to hear of wars, rumors of wars, famines. Oh my goodness. What do you do? I'm glad you asked. What do you do, apostle? I got five children. Count them five, a 20 year old and a 20 month year old. What do you do to feed your kids? What do you do to take care of your family? What do you do to protect them if there's going to be wars and there's going to be rumors of wars? If there's going to be famines, famines, which is great lack, shortages. If there's going to be pestilence, which is outbreaks of real pandemics like the Black Plague. How oh, You want that? I don't want it, but it's coming. It's going to manifest. What do you do? Wars, rumors of wars, famines, earthquakes in different kind of places. Hurricanes where you never saw them before. Earthquakes where you never, what? Yeah, we pray, we call on God, but we become who God called us to be. So we can take the keys from the hand. Who is worthy to open the seal? Jesus is worthy, yes. But Jesus lives in us and he needs you to open your seal. He needs you to open who you carry. Because when you open a seal, a trump sounds and the glory fills the earth. And he tells you, verse 6, do not be troubled. Do not be troubled. How, apostle, how can I not be troubled? The famine, the earthquake, the pestilence, the war, the room of the war. How, How can you not be afraid? Because my trust isn't in silver and gold. My trust isn't in armies nor in horsemen. My trust isn't in chariots or riders. My trust and my confidence is in the Lord your trust must be in the Lord. He can't be on the back burning. that's the problem with us with our generation. That is the problem. We've made God an addition. We've added God on the weekends and if we come and worship when it's convenient and we pray when we feel like it. We fast when we're in the mood. We worship when we're in the mood and God is no longer the central focus of what we believe and we've adapted a pagan ideology. The Babylonian system and the Egyptian system have trained us to add God in as a sidebar if he's convenient but the Lord says repent For the kingdom of heaven is at hand Behold I do a new thing Make me Lord of all Or Lord not at all Put me in the center of your home The center of your children The center And from there it's easy to serve God want I know when it's hard to go to church twice a week? When God is not the first in your life They went to church every day They served God with all of their heart They honored God They worshiped daily And God sent the glory let me help you. There, there is no hope for America without the glory. No hope for South America without the glory. No hope for South Africa without the, the glory of God. It's God's ace in the hole. It is his trump card. It is his authority. And he's looking for somebody. Don't you be afraid. Verse 20, verse 7, 24. Go to the back to that verse. You hear wars. You hear rumors of wars you hear of nation against nation and kingdom, division, separation, famines, shortages, water shortages, food shortages. Who is your supply? Who is your source? God will give you water out of rocks. God will give you bread from heaven. God will take one meal and make 5,000 fed. God will cause your oil to never run out and your flour to never run out. Why do you think those things are in the Bible? God will rain bread on you every morning and make, he'll make things come out of nowhere. That's what the glory does. Don't you be afraid. But it's time to stop playing church and become the church. You'll hear of pestilence which are global outbreaks of diseases, maladies, plagues. Earthquakes in diverse places. What do you do? Verse eight. Here is the key. All these things are the beginning of sorrow. I looked up that word. I said, "Wow, that doesn't sound very good." Sorrow. It just. uh, It's a time of sadness. It's a time of heartbreak. It's a time of frustration. No, sir. This is not sorrow, meaning sadness. The word sorrow in the Greek here is the word Odin. 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 You know what Odin means? childbirth, travail, birth pains. This is a sign that creation is about to see the sons of God birthed. All of these labor pains is the beginning of birth pains. And I'm going to birth sons and daughters of God, all of creation. Go back to verse 21. It says that the creature itself will be delivered from the bondage, Romans 8, 21, of corruption into the glorious. Go back to verse 19, 18. Go back to 18. For I reckon that the suffering of the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in me. You've got the glory. You've got the water. You've got the miracles. You've got the signs, but it's buried. It's buried under flesh. It's buried under fear. It's buried under insecurity. It's buried under the orphan spirit. It's buried under rejection. And he said that there's a suffering that are pulling the layers out of you. That the suffering can't compare to the glory. 19 tells us. For everything, for the eager expectation of creature, of creation waits eagerly for the manifestation of the sons of God. Everything in creation, all of the plants, all of the animals, all of the money, all of this houses, all of the land, all of the moon, all of the stars, all of the people in the earth are eagerly anticipating the unveiling of the sons and daughters of God. The uncovering God has covered us up. And God said, I'm building you like I'm building my masterpiece and I'm, I'm about to unveil. Veil, sons and daughters of God. Verse 9 20 says, again, the creature became subject. Verse 21, and the Bible says that creature will be delivered from the bondage and from the corruption into glory that produces freedom. I'll say that again glory that unlocks freedom by the children of God. Verse 21, because the creature will be delivered from the bondage. Verse 22, go to verse 22. For we know that all of creation is in pain and in travail. Remember, what, what did we just read? This is the beginning of sorrows. So when these things begin to happen on global scales, global lockdowns, global pandemics, global famines, when it intensifies, it's a sign that creation is about to birth the sons and daughters of God. Are you here? It is a sign that God's children are about to rise and take the keys of the kingdom back. Everything created is in pain. It's groaning. It is travailing. It is in labor pains. Oh God, help us understand the beginning of labor pains is about a church. I got to get this to you. I'm, I'm out of time, but... The book of Revelation chapter 12 tells us of this same story for those that are still sitting wondering if this is the Word of God. If this is your Bible, Revelation 12 verse 1 says, there appears a wonder in the heavens, a woman clothed with the sun, the church, and the moon is under her feet, and under her feet are 12 stars, government, the church, 12 is a sign of government. And she being with child travails in birth. Oh, the church is about to birth a generation. The church is about to bring forth a people of fire, a people of fire. Oh, I saw in the Holy Ghost, John the Baptist coming from this generation. And John the Baptist was filled with the Holy Ghost from the womb. Are you listening to me? For every one they aborted, seven more prophets will come. For every one that they murdered in the womb. For every one that the spirit of Antioch. And it's not a man who did this. This is the God of Molech. The God of Moloch, The spirit of the age requires the blood of the babies. That's what they want. He said for every one I'm sending seven prophets from the womb. I'm going to fill them with the Holy Ghost from the womb. Hear me about the spirit. God is preparing you to carry that womb. God is preparing you to carry that generation. She being with child cried and travailed. Now that bride, that church is in travail. And now the earth begins to shake. And now wars begin to happen. And now rumors of wars begin to happen. And But don't you be afraid. God has his eye on the bride. Has his eye on the seed in the bride. So there appears a woman in in travail, 12 stars under her feet, the clothed in the sun, the moon under her feet. And the Bible says now she's in travail. But well, the glory is manifesting on the bride. And they're about to bring forth this generation. There appears another wonder in heaven, a simultaneous wonder. Verse 3, behold, a dragon, a demon, a serpent, an antichrist spirit arises in the spirit simultaneously the bride is manifesting but simultaneously a dragon is manifesting having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon those heads remember coronavirus corona is crown virus is snake venom do the research corona crown virus snake venom you're listening to me seven crowns upon the heads and his tail drew a third part of the song. Well that was before yes but remember revelation is is was and is to come. So what happened then will happen again and the Bible speaks of a great defection that happens that even the very elect get deceived and they turn from purity and holiness into compromise there is no hell they say we're already in hell Everyone goes to heaven, live however you want. Deception, delusion, defection. A defection is when you are on one side of the military. You leave that military and you go fight on the other side. A great defection, a great apostasy according to Thessalonians. And there appears a spirit. And verse 4 says, the tail draws a third of the stars cast them into the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman. Watch this, watch this. The dragon stands before the woman who's ready to be delivered to do what? To devour the child. The devil wants to devour the child. I'll say that again. The devil wants the children. I said the devil wants the children. God is looking for a bride. He's looking for a bride. And she brought forth, here is, a, here is a people, she brought forth a male child who was to rule the nations with a rod. A rod of iron. And her child was caught up. There's rapture. <laughs> and we get to go too. remember, if you remember in the Bible, for 40 years they wandered in the wilderness and God let them fall. Their carcasses fell because of unbelief but there was only two that were of that generation that could cross over, Joshua and Caleb because they were of a different spirit. Listen, if you can have the right spirit, you can go where our children are going to take us. You can go and be transgenerational. If we murmur and we complain, I'm sorry, I love you, but you can't go. Moses couldn't go because he would not stop with the anger and his anger led him to strike, strike the, right, the rock twice and he was disqualified from going into the land of promise. Bible says she was ready to be delivered as soon as it was born, brought forth a male child to rule the nations with a rod and her child was caught up to God before the throne immediately that generation was caught up woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared for her she should feed her 3203 score days are you hearing i'm out of time this is where we are in the spirit world nothing else matters i know we've got to build business i know we've got to create systems we've got to be surrendered I want to pray for you. There is an army arising. And not every church even is aware that they are an army or a part of the kingdom. And I believe God wants many to repent and convert. But I want you to hear me under the sound of my voice. Romans 8, 21. All of creation shall be delivered from the bondage of this corruption. Listen, listen. I know, I know. Apostle. All of the powers in the wicked hands. Got all the money. They've got control. The armies, military is not evil, but they've got control of the military. Military men are good, by and part. They've got control of the legislation. They've got control of the schools. They've got control. And so we're like, "Wow, well, hey, these giants, man, they're too big. Hey, they're too big. They're giants. They're giants. We're grasshoppers. You're not a grasshopper. The giants are afraid of God in you. You've got the God who made heaven and earth. Remember, God took one man named Moses. He took one man and he grabbed one stick And he said yes. And he went to the greatest nation, superpower, the greatest wealth, the greatest army, the greatest nation, and he toppled it. And he brought his people out. And he repaid for the years of slavery. It's going to happen again. All the earth will see his glory. The gates of hell will not prevail. I will give to you the keys of the kingdom. I'm going to pray with you. You're a part of that army. If you're listening to me under the sound of my voice, you have a role to play in that picture. You're alive today for a reason. And I know as the church looks now, it may feel like you don't have a place it feels like you're involved in what we call church, but it's not fully where I belong. I I mean, I'm a part of it, but you know, there's more. I want to tell you, there is more. I want to tell you, it's time for the church, the leadership of the church, the heads of ministries to repent. Judgment begins at the house. Now, judgment is not a bad word. It means decision. The decision of God is coming to the church to bring repentance, to bring change to bring removal of the Saul's and the raising up of the David's and to release a glory in the body then among the nations. I need to pray for you now. I'm going to ask you to lift your hands if you would. I'm going to ask you to pray with me in the Holy Ghost if you can. Father, I pray over all those under the sound of my voice that have been battling, that have been warring, that have been laboring, that have been toiling, that have been going through oppositions and wars and famines. But in the name of Jesus, I declare they're not by themselves. You feel like you're an Elijah. You feel like you're in a cave. You feel like you said yes to God and you've lost everything. But let me agree with you, man of God. There are thousands of us, woman of God, who have not bowed their knee. We may be in a cave. We may be going through hell and high water. We may be battling the spirit of Jezebel. We may be warring and dealing with thoughts and ideas that are not ours. We may be dealing with life-threatening situations but hear me man of God, hear me woman of God. There are more with you than there are against you and help is coming to you and God wrote his name upon you and you've been called and you've been appointed and you've been chosen to carry the glory of God in our generation. Courage now to that woman, strength to that man Encourage yourself, woman of God. Don't you let that depression and bitterness get over. You know the very one who took from you and lied to you and destroyed and stole is the very one trying to bitter your heart against God. The devil is a liar. You are God's vessel, woman of God. You are God's man. And God will make the devil pay if you hold to the word, if you fight the fight, if you stand on the promises of God. Oh, what he has for you, no man can take from you. You won't let go God will make sure Heaven and earth passes before One word ever fails If you saw the sun this morning If you see the moon this evening If you saw daylight in the day And you saw night coming at sunset Be sure heaven and earth will pass Before God's word to you will ever fail Courage now Strength now Virtue On your life now I pray it according to your word and according to your promise. And I pray, Lord, like the servant of the prophet, open our eyes to see there are more with us than there are against us. Let us see the chariots of fire that are surrounding us with their swords drawn, ready to war on our behalf. Help us to hear the mind of the spirit and to know what thus says the Lord. Give us the anointing of the sons of Issachar to know the seasons and the times and what we ought to do This I pray in the name, by the power of the blood, in Jesus' mighty name. If someone agrees, say amen, and amen, and amen. Well, I'm glad you were with us today. We went on a journey. Bless you, Brother Livingston. So good to see you, Sister Mary. So good to see you. The Lord bless you. We are moving from one place to the next. Bless you, Brother Ricky and Savannah. The Lord bless you. I'm gonna ask you if you were impacted today by the message to do number one, an act of worship by sharing this message. If you were blessed, if you were touched, take a minute right now and hit that share button. Make sure you have subscribed to the channel. Things are going to change in our live ministry. We're gonna have to increase the message. Once the message increases, usually we get turned off. So I'm gonna ask you, they're gonna put up our webpage thisrockinternational.org. All of you watching, write it down. Make sure you save it. We want to be as wise as possible and so we can stay connected. A lot of our information is going to be going there. We're going to be moving all of our live interactions, whether they're services, whether they're podcasts whether there's prophetic impartation classes that I'm going to begin to be teaching apostolic assignment to those uh, that are interested in online. I've got to get that done. There's things we're doing locally that I'm finishing, I'm completing, but I believe there's an assignment I have to those under the sound of my voice Bless you uh, Sister er- uh, Pastor Erica The Lord bless you Thank you for sharing uh, Bless you Brother Brother uh, and Sister Rose Bonet uh, Brother Danny. The Lord bless you Thank you for sharing Sister Veronica I'm excited for what is next There's a next There's a next dimension And I know that we're connected for a reason So if you can Write this down this Thisrockinternational.org That is our webpage We've got information there Contact there if for some reason the podcast disappears from Facebook because it's happened before, uh, people, you know, we were reaching thousands on a regular basis, five to six thousand regularly, up to ten thousand. And during the pandemic, we were called to preach things that other people were afraid to say. And it uh it, it, it there's there's nothing wrong with preaching what God tells you and not preaching what he doesn't tell you. But because of that, there's a lot of shadow banning and a lot of things that happen. We're we're grateful for the opportunity to be on Facebook and on YouTube, but we understand there's only so much we can say here. So please remember us in your prayers. Bless you, Sister Margaret, Sister Lucinda. Make make sure you share the podcast. Thank you for sharing. Make sure you write down our information. I'm going to pray the blessing of the Lord. Also, we're on Charisma Podcast Network, CPN. And there is a rebroadcast is there. And I'm going to ask that you also share that. Those listening, God bless you. We're dismissing those listening to our CPN network. The Lord bless and keep you. Thank you for joining our Freedom Global podcast. Please be sure to share and to like the podcast. If it blessed you, let the CPN network, Charisma Podcast Network know that you're being edified. You're being strengthened. Share it. And we're believing for God's favor and grace to abound. In Jesus name, amen. Thank you for listening to Freedom Global Prophetic Podcast with Apostle Nathaniel Leon. Stay up to date with our latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app, YouTube, or by liking us on Facebook at This Rock International. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.